Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about inner healing and deliverance. And so you definitely want to tune in. We'll be answering a lot of questions. I'm sure you have in your mind and your heart about this. this is a vital subject that we're going to be diving into here today. And so if you are new to the show, we have a new episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also go to you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Google Play, anywhere that podcasts are listened to. You could also go to our YouTube channel to watch the video content. There's hundreds of hours of free content on there, revelation, talking about various different subjects in the, you know, that, that we need to explore as believers, tons of truth, tons for you to receive from. And so if you are watching and listening continually, thank you so much for being a faithful listener to the podcast, for spreading the word, for sharing this, for liking it and all of that. It's a huge blessing to be able to get this out to more and more people. I've been seeing people from Australia and different parts of the Middle East and Africa and all over. People are listening to the podcast. It's been growing in a big way. And so we've got a lot of amazing things for you this year. Great conversations, different teaching series that I'll be diving into that I really feel like the Lord is highlighting, different subjects that God is highlighting in this time. And so thank you so much for tuning in. I want to introduce my guest. She is not a stranger to the show. I believe this is our fourth time on the show in the past six years or so since when we first started the podcast. Her name is Jennifer Evaz, and she is a minister. She's a she's a conference speaker. She has a heart to equip the church in the supernatural, uh, raising up passionate and effective prayer warriors. She is an author. You know, she's written several incredible books on prayer and intercession, on the discerning of spirits, on the prophetic, on how to walk in the glory of God, how to manifest his glory in that way. She's got a powerful prophetic ministry. She's also a co-pastor of a wonderful church out in Turlock, Texas called Harvest Church. And so anyway, you'll find a lot of her videos, a lot of her content online. And so, but Jennifer, thank you for joining me today on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I, it's Turlock, California. You, you put me in Texas, which is, you know, I don't know if that's prophetic. I said, tex- or- I said Texas? <laughs> yeah. I live in Texas, so I'm just... <laughs> We're in California. That's okay. I, I minister in Texas, uh, you know, often, and I enjoy it. I'm heading to Texas, so. Are you no, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I apologize for that. And so, thank you for being. Um, you know, first of all, I love your ministry. I appreciate your ministry. Everything that God's doing through you, I'm following you all the time. Yeah, I know you. I came out the Turlock, and we've spent some time together. Yeah. But I believe yeah. in the message you're declaring, in the ministry that the Lord has you doing, and so it's awesome to have you again on the show. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm I'm glad to be a repeat person on the show. So appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so today we're going to be talking about a new release of yours, a new book entitled Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. And I read through the book. There is powerful, pivotal truths that we need to really gain understanding in the body of Christ. You're shedding a lot of light in this area of inner healing and deliverance that I believe is essential right now in this hour. And this is something I kind of want to lay a foundation for in the beginning of our conversation. I want to make sure I'm diving right in here. Okay. I want to, <laughs> yeah, we're just cutting through here, diving right in. But, um, I've, I've been involved in different camps in the body of Christ with different viewpoints on the subject of inner healing and deliverance. I believe in inner healing and deliverance. And I believe there is a place that we could abide in where we are not going to an unhealthy extreme in one area or the other. There's people that totally 
throw inner healing and deliverance out the window because of the finished work of Christ. They say, you know, because Christ died for us, we are already inner healed. We are already delivered. We're washed with the blood of Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. You know, there's no need for deliverance or any of that for believers. Um, and then you have the other side where it's heavy, you know, it, it more minimizes the finished work of the cross. And when it comes to um, just looking for a demon behind every bush, everything's a demon, you know, and we're just focusing on demons more than we're focusing on Jesus. And that's another unhealthy extreme. But there is this beautiful biblical central place that 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 we could live, which is which is what you're talking about in your book. So I want to kind of get into that first. Okay. Um, well, again, the book was written out of my own personal story, and I got my memories back when I was 47 years old. Didn't realize that it was quite like textbook psychiatrists, psychologists. They they know this. They know the path of this. I didn't know the path of this, and I'm walking out something that was really uh, serious and severe. And it's not that I didn't believe in inner healing and deliverance. I I do, and I always did. Um, I've been in deliverance ministry since. Almost, you know, like right when we became pastors here, I mm-hmm. set up deliverance ministry because I knew people had spiritual problems uh, as Christians. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so because of that need, I knew we needed a place where people can uh, safely work through that. But we always directed people to the word. Uh, we want people to land on the word. We want people to, to know what the promises of God are for their life, every part of it. Mm-hmm. And so as I, you know, walked out my own Christianity. I had areas of deliverance that were still needed in my life. There was definitely demonic things that were happening. There's also a fruit um, uh, that was not the kingdom of God, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the biggest one was um, a rage and anger, you know, just like very hot headed. Um, mm-hmm. I was good at covering it. And, you know, but it was, it was got to the point where I felt like it was taking over my life, which is what drove me into this journey that I wrote this book Mm -hmm. uh, about. And so, uh, but along the journey, I I just noticed I was, you know, here and there, I'd have to go do some more work in my own personal life. I had, I had what, what I knew of my narrative was already rough enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, there's just no way I was going to get away with not ever having some counseling, not ever having some prayer ministry, not ever having some deliverance, uh, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. But then it took on a whole new thing. And that was when my memories came back and I uh, began to remember the depths of occultism that I was, I was, um, uh, you know, connected to uh, the depths of the sexual abuse and all of that, that I was, um, submit, uh, what was it, uh, pushed into. Mm-hmm. And, and so when that happened, you know, my whole, my whole identity got kicked out from underneath me. I had to just completely put a new plan around me for lots of healing, lots of prayer, lots of counseling if I was going to make it. And it was, I, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Mm-hmm. And so when people try to tell me that we don't need inner healing deliverance, I'm just like, I'm like, I, like, like, do you not know what goes on with people? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh yeah. Like, like, are you so detached from people's problems that you like, are you that blind? And so mm-hmm. but anyway, cause fruit speaks, fruit doesn't lie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's one of my biggest things. Like fruit does not lie if it, you know, yeah. and so, mm-hmm. So anyway, I just don't see how, how you can say that. But at the same time, I'm with you. There's imbalance. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a person who's always looking at myself, looking for the next demon. I'm just not that way. Um, mm-hmm. But I but I know things happen. I know people have problems. And so we've got to we've got to figure this thing out and bring it to freedom. 
Oh, absolutely. And there's a lot of traumatic experiences that people mm-hmm. have in their childhood. And just because we're born again, just because we have the Holy Spirit, we have the same mind. We have the mind of Christ, access to the mind of Christ in our spirit. We have full access to the mind of Christ. The Word of God makes that very mm-hmm. clear. But we still have memories. We still have trauma from our past. We still have, you know, a lot of people struggle with regrets and shame and guilt um, mm-hmm. and different things like that, or just be- are just lies that we believe that the Lord wants to touch and he wants to illuminate truth in our lives so that we could walk in the freedom of the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. There's been several times in my life where the Lord has highlighted uh, lies that I've believed, things from my past that were holding me back from stepping into my yeah. full potential. I was in a, in a in a meeting where there was a man of God who went to be with the Lord now, but he was a big inner healing and deliverance minister. And he, you know, he shared the truth of the word of God about the subject. And they said, let's just spend time with the Lord. Let the Lord, ask the Lord to talk to you about an area of your life that needs healing. And God brought me back to a memory of when I was in my youth and I was a rebel and I was giving my mother and father a really hard time, there was a man that worked for my father that looked at me and he said, do you know that your father's ashamed of you? And in that moment, I just shook it off and said, whatever, dude. And I just walked away. But the Lord said, you believe that. And you're, and you're putting the face of your earthly father. My earthly father was never ashamed of me. That was a lie that that man spoke. But I, I took that and I put it on the face of Father God. And I said like, oh, if I'm not performing right, if I'm not always living right, then he's got, you know, there's, you know, he's ashamed of me or he's disappointed in me or whatever. And the Lord had to heal that or different things that I said because of past relationships. You know, there's a, a girl cheated on me in high school. And I said to myself, you can never trust women. And that was a lie that I believed. And then I had jealousy issues that came up after that got it to break me free from, but the Lord highlighted those things because he wanted freedom. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, That's that's totally what it is. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, really the core of inner healing deliverance is what's the lie? Because any Mm -hmm. part of you that's aligned to a lie is aligned to the kingdom of darkness. And, and that's the reality. We all have lies that we believe, um, you know, that, that are, that are whispering and making decisions for us without us even knowing consciously. Sometimes they're buried in our heart. And, and, you know, a lot of times we don't know what's in our heart uh, until the Holy spirit, he brings it to light. And I so appreciate when he does that, there's never condemnation with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is there's never like a sense of, um, you know, God being ashamed of you or anything. When, when, when he brings up something from your past, it's because it's in the way of your future. And so it's a good thing when that happens. And then he will lead you to the truth. Now, my story is unusual. Um, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not everybody's story, but aspects of it are pretty common when mm-hmm. you suddenly remember, you know, uh, you're going along in life and then suddenly you remember something. And that's actually God's goodness. He, he's just saying, hey, this is in the way. Um, and you've got the courage to deal with it. You've got my strength. Uh, we're going to work through this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it might, it'll be painful. You might have to construct a healing team if it's really severe. That's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but or you might be able to just nail it right there and and work it out with God and, and move on. And so, mm-hmm. but it's always good when when it gets exposed. Lies get exposed in your life. It's always a good thing. Yeah. And a lot of times we're attacking the fruit when really there's a root to this thing, which is the lie that we believe or the experience that we had where the Lord wants to really come in and kind of show you where he was or what he says about the circumstance or what he says about the individuals that were involved in that traumatic experience. You know, we need to uproot 
We, we need to get it at the root instead of just attacking the fruit. And I know you mentioned something earlier um, about your experience with anger, with rage, and how the Lord delivered you from that. I feel like, you know, this is this is common among believers. Yes, we, you know, we are born again, spirit-filled believers, but mm-hmm. there are, you know, different areas where we need a touch from God and we need to see freedom um, in that area. So how did, how did, what did that kind of look like for you in terms of getting free from that? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was this growing thing. Uh, it was directed toward uh, somebody that was connected to my biological father. My bio father was from Hollywood. He's been deceased for a long time, mm-hmm. but he was connected into the Hollywood structure, um, you know, the pedophile occult structure. And that was part of what came up as a result of me dealing with this anger, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and all I remembered, you know, the, the very significant thing that I remembered with him was uh, being raped as a teenager and just mm-hmm. falling apart. But that's what drove me to find Jesus. And that was hard enough. OK, but, that, you know, I don't know. I guess you just think, well, that was it, you know, and that was the whole story. And, you know, it definitely wasn't. But in my mm-hmm. mind, that's how I packaged it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, um, but there was this anger at this this woman connected to him. And it was illogical. You know, you get to a point where you're just like, this is illogical rage. I, I like, I like, it's been, I can't seem to get rid of this thing and it's growing. It's starting to take over my life. Anybody who reminds me of this woman, I'm about ready to like, like I was getting scared. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, cause I, I'm just like, I'm getting scared of what I'm, what I'm going to do. It was so out of control. Um, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go after this thing. Um, and I'm going to go to an inner healing deliverance counselor that was suggested by a friend of mine. And, and so, um, about a month before I went into the, the, uh, to the appointment, I started dreaming out what the problem was. Mm-hmm. I started realizing that this, uh, this person had molested me too. And, you know, I had no grid. I just had no grid for female sexual abuse. I just didn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I think that's why I could never grasp it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the issue. And it was dreaming it. I was finally starting to remember it. And I'm thinking, okay. And I went to the inner healing counselor and she got a word from God. She knew what it was. She knew what the problem was. So she confirmed what I was dreaming. That was helpful. Anyway, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to attack this, this thing. And I have discovered that hatred, it gets so embedded in you that like, like I wish it was a one prayer session thing that yeah. you can get that thing out of you. Um, and you know, uh, the word is true. Like, don't let, don't let the sun go down on your anger, but when you don't know any, anything else, when you're a child, you don't, you don't know where to find power against people who are harming you. You reach for things. And so I reached for hatred. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, it really was embedded in me very strongly. I, I just don't know how to describe how strong that thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realized, you know, and I'm thinking all, at the, at that time, I'm thinking all I'm dealing with is another situation of sexual abuse. Okay. That's going to be two years with the counselor. Okay. Let's go to it. Let's make the appointment. Let's do this. Let's get some prayer help. You know, I'm, that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. until I asked one day in the counselor's office. I said, I wonder why this man and this woman were both involved in uh, pedophile behavior. And all of a sudden it was like explosion. I, I mean, like everything in me exploded. It was like I opened this box mm-hmm. and all the memories started coming up. Wow. And I started to remember the structures. And I mean, I'm like, I've read about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I've read that people don't remember. I've read that that all of a sudden you just like like you collapse in the middle in like midlife because yeah. also you know and I've I've heard about this and I'm like I cannot believe this is my story you know and I had to just really work hard to like accept what it was but the fruit was all there yeah okay <laughs> mm-hmm. all the fruit is there you know uh, you know when you go through that level of trauma uh, when there is occultism 
you know, you have agreements, you have been bound to certain covenants and different things that are impacting you. They are, they are bleeding into your spirituality. Uh, you know, they are coming in. Uh, because they have a legal right there. Um, that's how covenants work. People don't understand that. You know, uh, you're saved, you're going to heaven, but you got you got these like old contracts that yeah. that Satan can use until you you do something about that. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do just tons and tons and tons and tons of work. I don't even know where to begin. Um, you know, uh, Satanism is just disgusting. It's it's just you know that kind is just gross. Um, is you know it's cruel. And so I don't, I, you know, my, my, apparently I'm some kind of walking miracle, but I'm like, I know how to tap into resurrection power. Yeah. I know how to tap into the miracles. I, I know how to heal, but this takes a long time to heal. So mm-hmm. I'm just committed for life. I'm yeah. just taking the journey one day at a time. Um, the, the rage and the anger has really leveled, mm-hmm. really level. I'm just like, I, I didn't think I was ever going to get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still dealing with a lot of trauma. You know, it impacts me. It affects me. Um, I have a, I have accountability team around me, really strong accountability. I have a structure around me because I know that you know, I I could collapse if I'm not careful, and I'm just I just am careful. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people love, you know, everyone gets the goosebumps. They get real excited about mm-hmm. the instant deliverance, and we believe in that. We believe God could touch you, and you're yeah. never the same again. That, that happened to me with drugs. I was doing drugs for years and years. God touched me, never did a drug again, nor desired a drug again. But there was things in my life that I had to walk through and it was progressive and it took time and it took work. And it's a yeah. sacred and holy partnership with the Holy Spirit to really work with him and allow him to dig things up and allow him to speak life into, into things. And it takes time and it takes you know effort on our part. And so I love that. I think that's beautiful. And I don't want people to feel like there's something wrong with them. That's what the enemy wants to tell people. There's something wrong with you. You're always going to struggle with this. This is just who you are. And he wants us to attach identity to these things. Things. And if we could identify with these things and he can keep us in bondage and we need to understand that some things aren't instant and we don't need to be discouraged or disheartened if we don't see an immediate breakthrough, like maybe somebody else did in a different area of their lives. We can't compare our journey with someone else's journey. Yeah, I'm trying to just be really uh, transparent. There's aspects of this that I haven't gone into just because I, I, I don't know, it's, it, it, you know, Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't want to glorify the devil yeah. at all, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, I it, it's like I'm OK letting people watch my process. Um, mm-hmm. I feel pretty you know, grounded and I've done a lot of work with people who have just really wicked, wicked stories. And I think it's really helped them to start verbalizing what happened to them. That's a lot of a lot of this is being able to tell the story and feel safe telling the story. Mm-hmm. That's like the first start, you know, to be able to say, this is what happened to me. And this is what I'm doing sure. as a result of what happened to me. You know, this yeah. is what I'm compulsive about. This is what I can't control. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's uh, people like don't realize that a lot of the things that they're doing that they can't control um, mm-hmm. is rooted in something way back there. It started there, mm-hmm. you know, and if we can get to that, then it'll, the, the compulsiveness, wh- whatever is, is the fruit is that you can't control, mm-hmm. uh, it'll mm-hmm. resolve itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, that's what people need to have hope for is that you will finally get over it. Yeah. And darkness thrives when it's hidden, when it's not spoken about, when you're battling all by yourself and nobody else knows about what's happening behind closed doors. I find that's key in Ephesians five. It talks about taking that which is hidden in darkness and bringing it to the light and then it becomes light. 
And that was like, whoa, like when you bring something out of the darkness into the light, it causes the light of Christ to shine on it and bring freedom and breakthrough in that area. Um, you know, I, you you mentioned something in your book that I feel is um, needs to be spoken about. I don't hear spoken about enough when it comes mm-hmm. to confronting the spirit of fear, because um, yeah. fear is a major bondage that a lot of believers struggle with in one way, shape or form. And um, it holds us back from stepping into the fullness of God, you know, stepping into our destiny, you know, going deeper in our relationships with one another uh, affects how we parent. It affects so many things. When we're scared, we try to control and we try to avoid circumstances that could cause risk or harm. And it's something that I've had to deal with in my life as well, just partnering with fear. And I've had to overcome that. And so I'd love to talk about that because you highlighted in your book. And I feel like almost every ear that this hits has at one point or another struggled with fear if it's not a major issue now. Right. And, you know, and part of winning this battle with trauma, deep level trauma, um, you know, the things that all go with that Mm. is asking yourself the question, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? If I actually start looking at this thing, what am I afraid of? And so, you know, I had to go through that. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my mind. I'm afraid I'm going to um, crack so badly that, uh, you know, you won't be able to put me back together. I'm afraid of shaming uh, my entire community when I, I didn't want to, you know, and mm-hmm. I just I just couldn't I couldn't stop. Uh, you know, I couldn't stop what was happening to me because I'm just, I was having to deal with programming. I was having to deal with, you know, all of that uh, mental mind control and, and different things that started to emerge and show up in my life. That was, that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I, I finally just voiced that I voiced it to everybody uh, in my healing team. I said, there's a chance that I'm not going to make it. Uh, there's a chance I might, I might fall and I might fall badly. Um, you know, I, I've literally wanted to die. I have not wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. I said, if any of those things happen, I said, you have to go and tell my story because I'm just going to go straight, straight ahead and trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I was just really relying on, you know, Psalm 23, you know, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And, and the scripture where God upholds you with his righteous right hand, I'm like, you just got to uphold me, God, because I don't feel like I can hold myself up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I, I learning to trust the Lord on those levels and finding out that he does hold you up. He gives you a word. Um, uh, he, he has a way of bringing strength to you where you thought there was no strength. And then learning to just um, rework how you think about things. You know, I choose to live. I'm going to live and not die. Um, you know, I choose to live every day of my life, uh, you know, and and just having to just, like almost rebuild from the word <laughs> all of these areas that suddenly got gutted and kicked out from under me because of all of this. And so I, I like people to see my process. I want them to see. And I, I'm, I've made it. I've asked the Lord. I said, help me to finish well. Because yeah. because people need to see someone can work through this and finish every day of their life and and you know stay aligned to Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, and we we love those scriptures. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who loved me and gave Himself for me. And the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. Amazing scriptures. We love them. We want to quote them. Um, but we don't want to go through a situation where we need to overcome and we need to gain victory in our lives. And, um, you know, it's, it's when we, it's when we battle, it's when we get into the trenches, it's when we really just, you know, face these things head on and say, get behind me in Jesus name. And we take authority and we walk in these things. That's when our, our spirit is strengthened 
And, and now when we get the healing and we get the breakthrough and we walk in the victory that is already ours because of what Christ has done, we walk in that victory. We, we say yes and we agree with that victory. Then we, you know, just like your ministry, you travel the world, you're writing these resources, you're helping people access the same healing, the same victory, the same breakthrough that you yourself you know, gained as well as you're still walking out. And so I, f- I find it's, it's beautiful. There's so much power in testimony and it's not just for us, it's for the world. And, um, you know, we, we do have to go through things. You know, a lot of people love calling Jesus healer, but they don't want to be in a situation where they need healing. We want, we love the miracles, but we don't want to need a miracle, you know, but when we walk through these hard situations in life where he's comforter, he's helper, he is teacher, he is intercessor, he is healer. When we walk through these circumstances, we, 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 we walk in his power and we gain that victory and we can bring it to the world. Right. We, we really have to understand his nature is to um, find all of your pieces and bring you back whole, bring you back together whole. Mm-hmm. So you can completely fall apart. And, you know, people, people experience that they, they just fall apart. You know, there's kind of, you know, internally collapse mm-hmm. because there's a foundational issue. There's an issue in the foundation. It wasn't, it wasn't built on the word, um, uh, you know, things happen and, and you couldn't control that part of your life. And, and you, you grabbed onto tools to survive, but they're not working for you now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so his whole thing is he always finds what is scattered and he brings it back together whole. And so you don't, you can really trust in the nature of the Lord to not leave you divided. Okay. They, they have all sorts of psychological talk about fragments and parts and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and I think it's valid, but, but you know, the, the problem is that people, uh, if they don't understand that God makes you whole, they will actually leave you that way. Mm-hmm. And they'll leave you believing that, that that's the, that's normal. It's not. Um, and so you got to trust the Lord to find all of the scattered parts, everything that's scattered, fragmented, broken, you know, gone, and to find it resurrected and bring it back. It is a working of miracles. I really believe that, you know, um, you know, because people are, I mean, they're, they're so crazy these days. They're, they're going to need a miracle in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he, he's a, he's, he says that he heals, um, you know, the tormented. He heals those that are dreadfully tormented. Okay. He heals the lunatic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's what he does. And so, so a lot of people are in line for a really beautiful miracle. They don't realize it. Um, He's going to heal your mind. It's going to heal your heart. It's going to put you back together whole. Mm -hmm. He wants us complete in Christ. And and that's what he paid for. He shed his sacred blood. He broke his body. So then he rose from the dead above you know, every principality, power, might, and dominion, every spirit, every evil, every lie, sin, death itself, the grave, he rose above all of that. And he gave us his resurrection life. He gave us his power so that we can overcome in life. It's already purchased. We don't earn it. We don't deserve it. It's already purchased. It's by his power, but there is a beautiful and sacred partnership that we're talking about here where the Lord, he wants to highlight things in our life. He wants to heal us from things in the past. He wants to bring freedom and deliverance to us. He wants to, he wants to help us break off partnerships with lies and, you know, the darkness that has tried to destroy our lives. And so this is essential. And I, I, you know, I highly recommend for people to grab a copy of Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. Is it available now? And how can people get a copy of it? Okay, well, you can get it pretty much anywhere that sells Christian books, including Walmart and Target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, get it online or whatever. Uh, you can also get it on my website, jenniferevaz.com. It is available in all the formats, uh, ebook, Kindle, uh, Audible. 
And, and so, you know, there's, there's a way to get it if you need to get it. And what would you say, just to kind of close this out, what would you say as an encouragement to those who are listening and watching this right now, or however you feel led, you know, it's, it's, it's just freedom, but to somebody who is just feeling maybe downcast, maybe hopeless, like they're never going to get over this. This is who they are. Like this is their struggle and they just are losing hope. I feel like there's people out there that are losing hope that are listening to this. This is why I'm like letting people see my process and my story, Mm -hmm. because I just got a sense about, you know, I I finally got this sense that I I think I'm going to actually make it. It was based on a dream uh, where Jesus appeared in the dream and he says, I am confident in your situation. I mean, just flat out told me. Mm -hmm. And I was something about that. Just it spoke to me that I I think I'm going to make it through this. And then I started getting the idea that I am going to make it through this. And now I'm determined to make it through this. Um, but hope is, hope is uh, something that, you know, if you could just read the book, okay. And see the process, do the journey. And, and I have all sorts of online communities now that, that people are like, like they're talking about stuff and it's safe and they're finding out that others are, others have the same story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so you're not too far gone. That's what I want to tell people is you're not too far gone to get whole and to get well. You you are not a hopeless case. And that's what Satan would want you to believe that you're going to, you know, lose your mind. You're going to crack, you know, and and keep you away from the healing power of Jesus. So you need to align yourself to help align yourself to healing, um, you know, and just know that there are people that are out ahead of you right now Mm -hmm. that have walked it, but they're doing, they're doing well. Okay. So, so that's what I want people to know and people to see, because, you know, testimony speaks, testimony shouts. And so, you know, let my testimony be one of those, uh, you know, that, that brings hope to you. Absolutely. I echo that 100%. And so thank you so much for joining me today, Jennifer. I highly recommend for those who are watching and listening right now, Follow her on social media. Go to her website, jenniferevaz.com. I'll put a link down here in the description for you guys to access that. She's always releasing revelation and truth. That makes you go like, wow, I didn't never really saw it that way before. There's so much truth to that. And so anyway, thank you, Jennifer, for joining me today. So awesome to see you again. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> for those who are watching and listening, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can get it out to more people so they could be encouraged blessed, strengthened, awakened by the gospel of Jesus. Bless you. And I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know Him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering Him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter His presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to 
Be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you